What's up, everybody? This is Eric Legrand, owner of Legrand Coffee House, and you're now listening to the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Thursday, May 20th, the last week of the Premier League season. Season, season. We're going to talk any loose ends that are left. Liverpool, Leicester, Chelsea, who's going to finish in the top four? We're going to talk about Harry Kane, the team of the year. But first, Mike... Who is the player of the year in the Premier League? I don't think it's really even close, but uh, obviously I'm biased, but I think we have two very clear and present candidates, right? Um, and and so my candidate is going to be quite obvious, but um, the, when I when we talked about him in the last episode, we talked, I, I made the reference to Star Wars movies. I said that, uh, you know, every year the media does this and it's sort of like another shitty Star Wars movie that comes out. It was an okay comparison, but I think I thought of a better one because uh, I found myself wondering watching the game on Wednesday, very, very, very melancholily, if that's a word. And uh, I found myself wondering if Harry Kane leaves and he goes wherever, he goes to Man City, he goes to Real Madrid, he goes wherever he goes. What is Sky Sports going to talk about next? They have no fucking clue. There's no, CNN. Of course, of course they will. They'll make something up. No, there's they CNN. Things. There's CNN and Kane is Trump. <laughs> That's really what we're at here because they, they oh, can't God. they can't help themselves. And that they'll, they'll right. manufacture Ali out. They'll do something. They've, they've been oh, absolutely. They've, they've but been the, at this that, for years. They'll figure it out. <laughs> that brings me to uh, the player of the season. It is not close. It is the player who has the most goals. It is the player who has the most assists. In the Premier League, 35 goal contributions. It is the one and only Harry Kane. And and I hear the argument for Ruben Diaz. Yeah. I don't think it's a very strong one, and I can, we'll get into why. But, I mean, it reminds me, I've said this a lot this season. For, for anybody who's a baseball fan, um, there's a year where Alex Rodriguez won the MVP uh, he, while he was on Texas Rangers. And that team finished in dead last. They were unwatchable. And Alex Rodriguez all steroided up. Bombed about 700 home runs that year. I believe the total was, it was 50, 53. 53? Yeah. So he hits 53 home runs. He's the best player in the American League by a comfortable margin. And but, he that's, wins but baseball's different. Player. Baseball's different. We don't, we don't do that this way in, in baseball, in, in soccer. And the well, there's clearly why, one the, team that the is. Re- the reason why I think that Diaz is the player of the season is his – Arrival is transformative for Manchester City. Yes. No, it isn't. Just hold on. (laughs) Yes, the numbers change. But it is. You look at, there are things that are in advanced metrics. And I looked this up and I didn't pull them up. But things like chances created and goals given up on chances, City stopped giving up goals per chance. Now, the defense in the past was better on paper, they gave up less goals. However, whenever there was a break, City gave up a goal and you never felt safe. The difference in City this season is, yes, the goals against is relatively the same, but the goal scored is not even close, right? City are 30 points less and maybe 10 goals fewer against. It's the way City could play. He transformed the way they could play. They began to be able to be relaxed play slower 
not have fear of giving up goals on a break. They didn't have to try and score all the time. So the goals fell down for the team because when they had a one goal lead, they got this. You, the other piece is how does, what is, what is the measure of a leader? What is the measure of, of a guy in your team? Now uh, you and I are both stat guys and yes, Harry Kane has had a fantastic season. The issue I have is soccer is such a team sport that the results actually do reflect the quality of the group and Tottenham are getting worse, right? City got, uh, had a worse season as well, but but uh, won the league and defeated the terrible evil Reds. I just think he transformed the team. He allowed someone like John Stones. It is an individual award, and that's the problem with individual awards in soccer. They 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 laud team play for an individual player who represents the through line of that team for that season. And for this season, City being the best team, he Diaz represents the change and the winning mentality of the team this season. And that's why he's going to get it because he's the transformative player. Everything else was the same except for him. And oh, yeah, very much. So that's why he's my player of the season. And the other piece is, is just the, just the, I know it sounds objective and does it's not really modern. Like I can go through who scored and see that Diaz doesn't show up as the best defender. The best nope. defender on the season is James Tarkowski. And in fact, Ben Mee shows up better than him because those teams are under attack constantly. Oh, sure. Those guys yeah. are getting the stats of clearances, challenges, whatever, right? But I know mm-hmm. watching my team that defense is always the hardest thing to measure. It's why defensemen in hockey don't win the Hart Trophy. Hardly ever. It's right. why pitchers don't win MVPs in baseball. There's just a, or even in, in, in the NFL, defensive players don't win at most valuable player. It simply doesn't happen because it's too hard, right? We just can't, oh, sure. we can't, we can't write the narrative and go, oh, blah, blah, blah. so what Diaz has is the narrative. Whereas Kane has the clear forward, like it's excellent. You can see it. It's he drops deep. He passes it off to Sun. He makes the run to the back post. Either Sun scores it or Sun then passes it to Harry Kane. Like, it's there. The issue is, is that for me, Spurs, weirdly, of those 22 players, it was only Sun and Kane. And everything else was a terrible. And Hoiberg basically glued that team together. <laughs> and without I like no, I would I would argue I would argue that Hoiberg was more valuable than Kane in a weird way. <laughs> you know what's crazy is, is that actually he was dribbled past more than anybody in the league by a comfortable margin. Hoiberg's stats are awful. And I saw somebody say if you put Hoiberg's uh play in in Dombley's body, right? They'll freak out about it. He but, also um, has the most yeah, tackles he, um, and the he's most not the white knight. No, he 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 gets dribbled past because he's not he a goes... defensive midfielder. Who? Hoiberg? He's a midfielder. He's not the destroyer we make him out to be. Uh, on on another glance, and you know what? And I saw it on. He was on a yellow card, and he just literally got turnstiled. Not even like it was a guy who made a move. Guy ran through him, mm. and he's like, "All right, go." There's a shot on goal. I think it was Bertrand Traore. Um, 
it was it was it was something where I was like, wow, that seems to be happening quite frequently. Um, but yeah, so so I, I mean, look, I, I'm not, this is not oftentimes when you get into these conversations and these arguments, you you find one side is automatically disparaging the other because it's like, wow, oh, no, he's it's not a disparaging thing. It's and I know, what you value. No, no, no. I know. I know. Right. Right. Exactly. And so that I'm saying the one and one a, but for me, and that's the thing is that, so two stats and I have to find the exact stat for goals, but so he's tied with Salah right now. I think Kane only has like two penalty goals this year. Bruno Fernandez is like nine. Yeah. I I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, I mean, I'm looking at here, goal creating actions. Fernandez is number one. Kane is two. Uh, I don't know what a goal creating action is, (laughs) but it sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. It's all midfielders except for... <laughs> well, I'm going for, to your favorites. Yeah. Uh, but to your point, uh, Hoiberg is number one in tackles and tackles one. So just, just out of curiosity. Uh, and number one in pressure. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know what that... The, the, yeah, these things are like... Soccer stats are still weirdly in their infancy because of things. But, you know, I, I love Kane. I love what he and Sonny did. I just found the experience of watching Spurs so dour that it made it hard to feel the effervescence and moments of Kane. It was always clinical, quick, and just like, oh, good. They got their goals. Now Mourinho is going to fuck this up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Try living through it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, I know. I, I, um, I did. I watched a lot. You know how I, I like to watch. I like to watch yeah, I know. your team so that I can make fun of them. Yes, but no. Imagine, imagine the stat. So, okay, thirty-five goal contributions, right? We, we said that's a huge. Imagine game. if he actually got to play a full ninety minutes. Yeah, right. Like yeah. he'd he'd be comfortably on forty. He'd be talking about the Thierry Henry, Alan Shearer range, right? Yeah. So, um, and 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 I do have it up here. He has four penalty kick goals this year. Uh, yeah. So that's eighteen goals from open play. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, that's kind of a down year for him, all things considered. Yeah. Um, but but that's the thing. He never had more than five assists in a season. He had 13 this year. And that's the – you talk about how Diaz, uh, you know, kind of changed the way the City plays and he transformed them, right? He did. Kane transformed himself in real time. Yeah. Right? And we said it – we saw in the first – one of the first games of the season against Southampton, they were down, I think, 2-1 or 2-0. They came back And he goes – you could kind of see it the last few years – um, where he would just get tired of this shit because he wasn't getting service because everyone around him is a dope. And uh, he would just fall all the way back to midfield. But the difference, and you saw it a little bit last year if you looked hard enough, um, but the difference this year is that he would turn and ping a ball right into Sun, right into Delhi, right into somebody, and they're off, right? So um, because he would basically sucker the defense to come in. Hi, he did it to Manchester City. Like, um, so no, I, no, I, I'm no Diaz firm in, in the fact that <laughs> That's right. So, uh, you know, but I'm let's, pretty firm let's, in who, let's, who I think it's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have our guys. We, season. I, we weirdly uh, both put the best player on, on respective teams. Now, Kane's is much more, is stronger. I don't think Kane will win any of the awards this year because for his team. For oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's on his seventh place team. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I'll do I just, mine. I think that's so broken logic, but he won't. Yeah, yeah you go, I'll, you go through I'll yours. do mine because mine has weird players on it. 
you know, as I get older, I tend to appreciate different things. One thing I love now more than I ever have in the past is some unique furniture. Not just any furniture, unique custom furniture made by Battle Rattle Woodworks. He's specialing in charcuterie boards for all those parties you're about to host when this weather gets a little nicer. Even better, if you enter the code CHOP15 at checkout, you're going to get 15% off your entire purchase. Massive savings on some unique American-made stuff. Help support your local veteran right now and visit them on social media at Battle Rattle Woodworks. Uh, in goal, Emmy Martinez will probably agree there. At right back, I love Lucas Dina. I don't know why. Uh, he may even be in the wrong position. I just love him so much because... He He's a left back. Oh, okay. Well, then I got it wrong. Well, Cancelo can switch because Cancelo's both sides. So Cancelo on the right, right, and, right and Dina right. on the left then. Um, Dina, to me, is such a good fullback that Ancelotti played him at wing most of the season. Most of these fucking fullbacks that are offensive, they're just bad wingers. <laughs> so yeah. yep. uh, I give respect I to Dina, and I really like him. Uh, I always noticed that the, the, that early period where Everton was playing well, it was because Dinya was playing well. And when they were bad, it was when he got sent off. I just wanted to give weird players that I like uh, some juice. Uh, Diaz and Dunk are my center backs. Yes, Lewis That's Dunk. That's unpredictable. <laughs> uh, I love Everybody's Lewis Dunk. Everybody's own. Yeah, I love Lewis, Lewis Dunk. Dunk. I love Arsenal's Lewis Dunk. Uh, Lewis Dunk, the owner of the sixth best defense in the league ahead of Spurs. Okay. Uh, and yeah. he's the captain yeah. of a Brighton team. That a good if, if they had anything resembling anyone who is good, they would be better. Now, to be fair, Lewis Dunk is not the best defenseman on his team. That's Ben Webster. And uh, <laughs> I mean, Ben White and then Webster is also quite good, but I just love Dunk. I've loved him from years. He's good for three goals a year. He shouts, he screams, he's my guy. Uh, and then Cancelo, who... If there was one player who was transformative for City this year, it was Cancelo in the way that he played. Uh, there were moments in the big run, he's sort of tailed off lately, where he would take over games. <laughs> like from left back, from right, right back, left back, play in the midfield. And he was City's best passer outside of Kevin De Bruyne. And if you watch City, guys would go after Cancelo and he would tackle a motherfucker. He'd get his foot in. Now, granted, this week yeah. he got sent off, so there were funny things about that. Cancelo, I love. Conte, you have to have Conte as a sticks. I'm in a 4-1-4-1. Uh, he's the reason Chelsea goes. Without him, Chelsea are shit. They know it. We know it. And we have to acknowledge that N'Golo Conte is literally the greatest defensive midfielder in the league. Then across my four-man midfield is Grealish out on the wing, Fernandez in the middle playing the eight with De Bruyne and then Mo Salah on the other side supporting Harry of Kane. So uh, I think it's really a four, three, three. Yeah, no. Yeah, sure. It's a four. I'm saying, yeah, I mean, it's a four, three, three, but I'm playing the city style with the four attackers and the one up top. This is the way city won hundred points. I'm just saying yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only argument I think <laughs> that are, is there is maybe you could argue against Grealish. He missed too much time, but he still led the league in chances created. He still led the league in like shots on target. Like he literally put Villa on his back along with Martinez. 
He's incredible. And then Salah, you could argue that Sonny should be there. You could argue that Son should be there. But Salah, Salah <laughs> is the only reason Liverpool are going to make the top four. And it's because he scores their fucking goals. Yeah. And when he has the ball and he's coming off the wing, it's fucking petrifying because he's such a good finisher. He has moments where his touches are weird and it's bad, but, and then Kane up top, Kane is up top is, is easy. So Mike, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I have some of the same and just one fun fact on Grealish while we're still on your team. Um, I learned he was leading the league in another uh, thing. He is the most fouled player. And uh, after watching Wednesday's game, I know exactly why he flops stops. like he's and he, Portuguese and, he, and Spanish. They call it. He just does what he does. <laughs> it's starting. I'm, I'm hoping that it's starting to get the other way, but nonetheless. Uh, all right. So, yes, I also have Emmy Martinez in goal. We have been singing his praises the whole year. There's no surprise there. Um, I'll start at left back. I uh, I have a, a big I'm a big Luke Shaw fan. I like seeing him do really well. Uh, and I think he's had a really, really quietly good year for Manchester United. Um, and I'll also say I did not have Joao Cancelo, and this is a, a subplot. Uh, we had a fantasy El Dushico oh. in the semifinal of our fantasy soccer league, and the reason why Laurent and the aforementioned Shari, who actually runs the show, defeated I my have not logged 30... into that team since dude i my team went 30 and 6 this year it was a juggernaut i averaged 450 points which was very very good and i came in around 299 for the uh semifinal because i started joe cancelo and he got a red card so that was a minus 30 burger that i had to eat and uh and then they took off ferran torres so i basically got hit in the groin twice by that so uh i'm mad at him and he (laughs) most certainly deserves a spot in the team but i'm not putting him in it um, I, uh, I also had Ruben Diaz. It's obviously no surprises we talked about. Um, I paired him with Kurt Zuma. Uh, I think that he had he a very, play uh, really Chelsea great right now. He's the second. No, choice. he had a great start to the season. He also Took scores home. goals. They go, he scores goals as a center. They back. go Rudiger, Christensen, Aspelacueta, three at the back. Yeah, but like Aspilicueta is made of glass, right? He, I mean, he's right there. And like I said, he had a really good season. He was the only he was the only bright spot in the Frank Lampard defense, which was, by the way, the majority of the season. Um, we forget that it was nineteen months long, but um, so I put him there. Honestly, I did struggle with that with that spot. I, I, Lewis Dunk's a good shout. Um, <laughs> you could have just put John Stones out. easily. Could have put Stones. Yeah, you just um, want, you wanted Zuma, huh? Zuma is, is, I wanted a, Zuma. is a, is a I don't know why. You know why? I felt like I needed to have a Chelsea player and I don't, I don't have Conte in my team. Not that he's not worth it. Uh, I went really, really full bore, which is why I went with a right back who does actually defend in Aaron Wan-Bissaka. So I have Manchester United fullbacks on both sides. Uh, <laughs> Wan-Bissaka can't cross the ball. He can't, but what Correct. he can do, which is so fuckingly ridiculously rare. He's a right back who defends, right? He's, he's incredible. Quick. He's really, he's really a, a good player, and so I thought he deserves the nod there. Uh, my front six, if you will, because I basically have a 4-3-3. Um, the understated star of Manchester City this year was Ilkay Gundogan, right? He mm-hmm. led the team in goals. Uh, and, and look, you can do this with a number of different players. The funny thing about Pep, and we talked about it in our last episode, is that I actually looked because De Bruyne was hurt for a good amount of time. 
And De Bruyne and Gundogan played within about 100 minutes of each other, which was kind of surprising to me by looking at the stats. But uh, I do have both of them in there. I have De Bruyne because he's just – he's uh, another level. So I have De Bruyne and Gundogan. Uh, I have Bruno Fernandez in there as well. Uh, and then the front three, uh, I went off the board a little bit. I went with uh, another one of Laurent's fantasy stars, Thomas Suchek from uh, West Ham. You're he, playing him up front, the holding midfielder for West Ham. I'm playing him up front. I'm playing him up front. <laughs> he's not. He's 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 essential. I should have. I, I in realistic. I should have switched him into Brian, but I already saved the picture, so it's I'm looking fine. at it. It's but, fine. It's fine. Uh, so I have Suchek. So and and in any basically we're playing that kind of very. Uh, very gelish, like like city yeah. formation where they're like, oh, okay, Gunduan's <laughs> up in the front now, right? So like Gunduan's playing there, but realistically yeah, him and yeah, Suchek yeah, are playing yeah. in, this, in different roles. Yeah. Um, I also have Salah. I, I, God, I hate Liverpool, man. He's the goal he scored um, on not this past game, but on the weekend, I believe, where it was just a one touch from, I believe from Mane or, or Firmino. He's, he scores goals in such incredible fashion. Um, yeah. With really such incredible. seemingly such little effort. Yeah. This was a down those, those, year for those him. Low, those low black backlifts where he's just like, yeah. boom. What, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, right. Exactly. And then he, this is, I would argue, this might be a, considered a down year for him. I mean, obviously, Liverpool the whole team was the down. He has a lot of penalties, and he's the only he one. He has a lot of penalties, yeah. but he still is tied going into the last game of the season for the Golden Boot. So yeah. it's a hard argument to make. He's and no leading surprise. the league in expected goals. So he's right. actually literally right on what he should have scored. He's on yeah. 20.3 versus um versus uh versus 22 and it'll surprise no one who my striker is but it is uh sir, sir harold Harry of kane, of kane. Yeah. i have i have i have a, a a very quick list of guys that i need to bring up who i love and didn't get shouts in this group right. uh eve basuma central midfielder for for brighton incredible okay. if you watch him you'll know why uh of course our boy mr foden a fucking legend incredible you know, so here's the thing. what can i can i wax poetic about voting for a second because i he, got let me just let me just let me just keep going all mason right go to mount, mason mount incredible season always incredible yeah, uh madison for 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 lester a, a legend i'll go through i can pick a guy in every team he didn't play uh, enough though bowen madison didn't bowen play enough, is a legend and to- michael antonio for west ham has needs a shout uh, no one in Arsenal. Arsenal had a complete abject season of disaster, <laughs> except for Kieran Tierney. Uh, I would have, and then the entirety of Leeds, just all of them. I can't get enough of any of them. Yeah. All of them, I want them all the time. Wolves, I have no one. Uh, shouts for the first half uh, version of uh, of of James Ward Prowse, who was a legend. Shouts for Newcastle for Alan Saint Maximin. Wow, he really fucking- did fall off. For Alan Saint Maximin for literally saving Newcastle and being the most exciting African player, French player, whatever he is since Mario Balotelli. The guy just has personality oozing off him. And if I didn't play for such a shit club, I might like him. And then, of course, at Burnley, Ben Me and Tarkovsky, I'll love them forever. They represent Englishness at, at its best and represent their team really well. At Fulham, uh, the center back Anderson, he gets a shout, and Tosin Adebayo, West Ham Pereira, we're not forgetting about you. And Sheffield, you get nothing. <laughs> wow, I gave a little shout to everybody. One, uh, one you missed, <laughs> one you missed, uh, a couple you missed there. Wilfred and Didi, uh, I wanted to put him in my team. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, shout. I thought he had a really good shout. He he is a he's he's um, their he's their shit Conte. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, this guy fell off the planet, but he was white hot through what? September, uh, like Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin had a great, great season, but he just faded real hard in the second half. Well, they changed um, the way they played. Who else? Rodri. You they like did. Rodri. Rodri, another, another. I thought City. he had a solid season. Um, I don't like Yeah, him. but that's the thing is that like he's the yeah. seventh best player on City. And so <laughs> we get that brings us back to Foden. And man, like he, when I was looking through it, it was funny because like I said, Gundogan and De Bruyne really played a similar amount of minutes. And Foden was right there ish, but he, he barely played in the Premier League, right? He had, but you expanded so and he's got he in 47 games. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you were accounting all competitions, then then Phil Foden is certainly on this list. Yeah, um, he's, he's he's fifteen and ten all yeah, competitions. Which yeah, is... he's with with limited minutes. And by, by the, the way, way, speaking of limited minutes, I I would we would be remiss. Gareth Bale had some of the best per ninety stats in the entire league. The fact that he played as little as he did is another reason why I hope they put Mourinho in the cannon and shoot him into the fucking sun. Yeah, but I mean, in his he had, a, he had a he had a good return. He just he was hurt early. He then he was in the team and then out of the team, and that's the part that I'll never understand. Yeah. Um, he was he was winning games for Spurs. And he was looking like the Gareth Bale of old, the weathered older version, obviously. But he was the difference maker in a team with Son and Kane, I, and they, for whatever reason, went away from. I, him I think. I think the was issue that. was was all Mourinho, and this is your point. He couldn't stand the idea of being a bad defensive team and playing attacking football. What Spurs needed was a coach to recognize they had a bad defense. And simply go, we have a bad defense. Let's not defend. Let's attack all the time. Yep. Be Liverpool and 2013. It's the, it's the reason I was going to say. It's the reason he's the reason that, you know, he's the number one candidate for a lot of Spurs supporters, Brendan Rodgers, right? Ran that Liverpool team. He's like, well, take the over, folks. Like, <laughs> we're going for it every yeah, time. Yeah. So, There's no reason. Um, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I it, just, it's really frustrating. Just be a shit team that scores with, 80 goals and gives up 50. Like Tottenham be, you sacrificed, sacrificed. Better so, leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tottenham sacrificed so much to have a defense that's as good as Brighton. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's an indictment. Like, just saying that out loud is just like, wow, that's fucking yeah. bad. Listen, I had a really rough season and that hurt. Okay. Like I or thought even, I was impervious. Yeah. Or or um, like you like you said, yeah. Maybe they would have given up fifty-three goals instead of forty-three goals. Like Villa, like Leeds gave up fifty-three. Ten more goals yeah. and scored three less. Well, and you would have actually had so, more fun going seventeen and five and fifteen than what you did. Oh God. Yeah. You we trade awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. Now, if they um, were in 11th place, it might hurt your soul. But let, so, I have a couple more superlatives that, let, that I want to go through. Okay, so is... Yeah, let's go for it. Is, uh, let's say, uh, favorite crap team. You've heard us talk about Jess and Sunflower Meadow seasoning for a couple months now. And as the weather gets nicer, business is starting to pick up. So right now, for a limited time, Chop Sports fans get to partner up with Sunflower Meadow Seasoning. We're going to create an exclusive product line just for us. We present to you Chop Sports Dip. That's right. It's a cheddar beer dip. And on top of that, we're going to create Chop Sports Dust, which is a Chicago Steakhouse Chop Dust. Check us out in person 
on June 19th at the St. James Fair from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And if you mention Chop Sports, you're going to receive $2 off your purchase of $15 or more. Check out Sunflower Meadow Seasoning online at sunflowermeadowseasonings.com. I mean... And, and you define crap. I'll let you have leads. <laughs> no, my favorite crap team is Brighton. Oh, okay. okay they were okay. definitely crap. All right, so then yours... <laughs> Brighton, okay. Um... Wait, I'm looking at last year. The table. Um, Aston Villa. Okay. I, and it's funny because I mean I wanted to love Wolves so bad. Um Aston they were Villa too crap. Was, was really <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um that was a seven point gulf between Villa and Wolves, and it feels like 70. Um, but yeah, I will I'll go with the villains. Um Ollie Watkins, by the way, is another one probably should get a shout from us. Uh, another really, really sh- a good strong season for him. But again, um, this is one from my team. They just make strikers. That's from Brentford. Yeah, <laughs> they're in the playoffs. Oh, oh, oh yeah, playoffs. yeah, yeah. That's fine. Right. That's right. Yeah, he had been at Brentford. Neil Mope had been at Brentford, and now there's another guy. Yeah. Pay attention to his name, Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. If Brentford don't come up, he will be in the league. And if Spurs are smart, he's he set the record for goals in the championship at 31, and he is not. Fucking Glenn Murray, who was the previous record. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, um, I mean, we've been we've been waxing poetic about Villa for a while. We we went on and on about Emmy Martinez. If you listen to the show, you know we love Emmy Martinez. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, you know, I have a soft spot for it. you. Know who Kai probably could have made it in my team for no reason at all? Tyrone Mings. I just think I feel should, so that's bad. That's the center back you need. That. You need Dunk and Mings yeah. and championship. Yeah, I love it. Although um, I didn't realize Lewis Dunk is actually 29. Ooh, that's that's a little old. Yeah. Um, I have I have another superlative and I and I'll go first. Uh, b- uh, favorite player who's crap that actually thinks he's good. Uh, and my favorite oh, yeah, player who's crap <laughs> that actually thinks he's good is um, it's Gabriel Jesus. Okay, he is shit, and he complains, and uh, half the time. He's running and just falls down. And there's an easy one in this one, by the way, that's for your arch enemies. Um, and, and it's just, he just drives me nuts. He's on my team. I'm sure other people, you know what it is? He's really just too hard on himself. And, and if he leaves, I'm done with him. I'll be like, okay, bye. Yeah. I'm done with Gabriel. You're not young well, anymore. From, You're 25. From a hate watching perspective, it's Obama Yang. Right? Like, that's, <laughs> like that's fuck that guy. guy. <laughs> that's the one you set me up for. I really appreciate it. <laughs> From a not from a not hating perspective, uh, I think it's Deli Ali, to be honest. Um, oh God, yeah, he he does think he's good, <sighs> and he's actually shit. Although I would have said Lindegard, but now he's actually good, so it sucks. Yeah, I, I would have know. said Lindegard. Uh, oh 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 oh, uh, here's one for you. Um, <laughs> definitely the league leader in big chances missed, Jay Adams, right? Because how many oh. times did Danny Ings get hurt this year alone? Like seven. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. Southampton went out hot and then Ings got hurt and then they collapsed oh man and then they had another I won't you yeah. know result we won't discuss uh nine nils yeah there's been there's been a lot of stuff that went on in a season that was enjoyable um you know watching Arsenal fuck up has been great although they can catch you what is going on yep. Spurs that Ryan Mason nice. signing is a disaster you're gonna lose to fucking so Lester Ryan, gonna... Ryan Mason is playing his friends and when Tangi and Dombele came on the pitch on Wednesday, he did more in six minutes than 
um, Harry Winks has done the entire year. And I love Harry Winks, but man, it's just, it's not his time anymore. Right. And so that's kind of the, the problem I find where I actually didn't mind the, like the lineup he had out, except I was like, mm, I would definitely play in Dombay. And the weird thing about him is that he, about Tangy, not about Winksy, is that he is so polarizing within the Spurs fan base because he comes on and he does these like shimmy head fakes and he leaves guys in the dust and he opens up the field, right? To against a team that was just pressing and sitting back. And so I'm not pressing. They were just sitting back and, and allowing Spurs to kind of do nothing for Musa a while. In the Dembele. So this changes everything. Where are you? <laughs> Musa Dembele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he has a lot of those vibes. Yeah. Yeah. He has yeah, a lot of those vibes. He can move the ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. I have, I have, I have one more. Uh, the one player you want on your team more than any other player that will move you up the table three slots. Um, can I just say Harry Kane? <laughs> yes. Can I just yes, keep you it, can. yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, the player that I'd say for that is I just want to see the fucking handsome golden streaked hair and headband and amazing tanned calves of Grealish playing for City instead of fucking Raheem Sterling. Yes. <laughs> So he's on my list. So the the two the two obvious sore spots. It's so Grealish. Although I you know I you know I I also want him to stay at Aston Villa forever and just suffer and be that guy who yeah. does that. Like there's something to be said for being that guy. And then guy who's been I have another one. Guy who's been in a league and needs to leave and he's been on the same team forever. Uh, Mark Noble, uh, check your bags, please. I'm done with you. <laughs> who's this? Mark Noble from West Ham. Just go oh away. god, go, oh, go god. away. <laughs> even even West Ham fans are like, Shh, don't tell anybody. But you don't need him here anymore. It's so weird <laughs> yeah, seeing West go. Ham be productive. Yeah, please. Go. But he was such he was such a bridge, right? And I yeah. fucking hate that guy. Um, mine. Hmm. What guy that you want to leave? Who's old and on the same team, and you're done with him? Yeah, I don't know about the same team, but um. I have a whole. Team I would that I want say, <laughs> yeah, you do, you do the old guy team of the year. Um, I would say it's uh, it's like everybody on Spurs bench. Musa Sissoko comes to mind is the one where I'm like, I love you, but stop fucking putting the shirt on, please. I, I love Eric Dyer. I genuinely do. He's one of them. Uh, uh, all know. of so much Deadwood can leave the league. I don't ever okay. want to see. Yeah. I never want to see fucking Scott Dan. I never want to see Mahoylovich. I never want to see Van Arnholt. Um, I don't want to see Joyta. Yeah. I don't want to see any of those fucking all those, especially those white. I don't want to see McCarthy again in the midfield. None of those are, are Andros Townsend and his weird oh, donut shaped. No, I will always love Andros Townsend, former Spurs star, I want not star. All of but that goal to leave <laughs> to leave with Roy Hodgson and fall through the fucking moon door. I think we're going to find out that because Spurs, I think Crystal Palace has, has a crazy number. They, they're losing their manager, which is fine. But I think that they have 13 guys out of contract. Like they're either oh, really? going to disappear from the league and like disappear. They're going to be like, you know what? We've been in the league eight years. We're mid table. We're going to take our cash. We're going to sell Zaha and we're just going to exit the moon door for a few years <laughs> and then come back later. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, so I could see I could do without Crystal Palace. I know Burnley is your team. You could see them in the moon door. Oh, I fucking I would shove them so far down one. Okay, one uh, for the Aubameyang category. Oh, the guy I hate guy who thinks he's good, but actually Richarlison. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Fuck that guy. I hate him so much. (laughs) Fucking chicken dance. Yeah, he does I think actually, he's good. He does think he's yeah. good. He's actually in yeah. the same category as 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 Gabriel Jesus, running hard, always all over the place, and then he k- takes a kick and it shoots it eighty degrees. He'll, he'll literally take a shot forward and it'll go backwards, or he'll <laughs> yeah. the leg. like they just fuck up, and you're like, come on, dude. Yeah, Charles, and I think that they're boys, and they probably like try and. They go to Brazil together, and they both yeah, they're both Brazilian, yeah, yeah, disappear together. You know what? They, you know what? Gabriel Jesus, you can play for Everton, and we'll take Dominic Calvert Lewin to be our change of pace guy. That would be yeah. That would, he would be so good with City. Yeah, for those he, weird games where we need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ten games a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you could play in the FA Cup with uh, Willie Caballero and Nutter, whoever the fuck you guys have now. I don't need. No, we have Zach Steffen, bitch. That's Let's right. That's right. Save the crew. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. let's let's sort of wrap up where we are with like what's left, right? Yeah. Now, lest this is the last game of the season. We had a couple of midweek games that I don't care what actually happened. What sets the table is Chelsea, Liverpool, and Leicester are within one point of each other. Uh, Chelsea. Yeah. So 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 Chelsea's on sixty six. Liverpool and Leicester are tied at. I'm sorry. Chelsea's on sixty seven. Liverpool and Leicester City are on sixty six. Now the important number here is it's also goal difference, Mm -hmm. right? So Chelsea are on twenty three. Liverpool twenty four. Leicester's on twenty. They're they're in trouble here. Mm -hmm. Um, What they effectively need to do, they need to beat Spurs ideally handily, um, and they need Liverpool to lose or draw with Crystal Palace. That will punch the or Foxes take a lot, which actually would be good. But that that's be. but that's not gonna happen. Yeah. And then Chelsea have to play. Who do they play? They play Aston Villa. So that's oh, not that's, a gimme. That's not a gimme. That's not a gimme. Um. And so again, if Chelsea Chelsea win it in, right? And they know yeah. that. If Chelsea draw. Now, the other thing that we should mention, and I said it on the show. same time so there's no sandbagging your lineup because you you know something that you know has happened in a previous game it's all happening live it at the simultaneously it's actually pretty great so you get scenarios like this now unfortunately this year we're talking about third fourth and fifth place but i mean the famous the squeakiest bummiest time of them all was the aguero goal right where where city scored two goals in stoppage time and the craziest thing was on the other side of manchester united were sitting there waiting just waiting for that game to end so they could celebrate their trophy right if you don't know this you have to look it up right now you can't see this you can't see this but laron is touching his nipples and they're like they're as hard as little rocks right now so he uh he scores two goals quite have a they win on goal difference Mm -hmm. so yeah well, they had a big so, goal lead that we had a big goal. Anyway. So, win. Um, so that's what's going on. Relegation's done. Um, Golden Boot is still out there for Harry or or, or Salah, uh, who might win that. The, the gloves are good. I don't think there's any other major awards that are out there 
this manager of the year. We discussed very briefly before we went on. Uh, I think it's, I think it's Moyes. Had he made top four, it would have been nailed on. Uh, and I, I'll take a shout for Bielsa, uh, taking a team that had just come up after 18 years out yep. of the league, finishing in 10th. The only other one I could hear an argument for. Um, honestly, I could hear some. He's not going to win it, but he he deserves for what he had to deal with this year, Jurgen Klopp. Uh, and Ancelotti did well, right? Like but not Everton, bad, not great. Well, Ever- Everton being an eighth is about where Everton is, though, is the only problem. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. You know, there's a lot of remember when we did a whole show talking about Ralph Hasenhutl and then they finished in 14th. <laughs> I know, but you know, I still, I still think that the, he's still a good manager. I still think that they, um, that they got, they got decimated by injuries. They lost, uh, they lost their center backs. Like, I don't think we were wrong. I think that Hasenhutl on another team is still a good manager. Like, if he was the coach of Spurs. I think you'd be happy with that. I mean, so you got to remember, like, when he beat Liverpool earlier in the year and he started breaking down crying, and I was like, okay, I mean, we got to aim a little higher than that. <laughs> like, it's a big win, don't get me wrong, but, like, uh, keep the waterworks. And I'm not – you and I are both, you know, we, we cry uh, every day. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not we're, – we're criers. I think as we said in our first yeah. episode, we're, we're criers, folks. Yeah. But I mean, hey, keep it together, man. So um, he acted like that was a cup final. And that's, you got to, if you're a Premier League manager, you got to aim a little bit higher than that, especially at that point where they were like fourth or fifth. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I do, yeah, I don't know. I do want to give one more shout to some nerd, nerd core standings. The expected goal difference per 90 standings are as follows City, have it at number one, Chelsea, number two, Liverpool, number four. Three, Man United number four. That is the performance top four. Okay. In fifth place, Brighton, because why not? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, then Leicester in sixth, Arsenal in seventh, um, West Ham in set in eighth, and then Spurs. Spurs had the number one uh, positive goal expected goals versus shots uh, ratio in the league because the shots they took were right in front of goal. And they got the best breaks in the league. So that was uh, an ex- expected shooting. They were plus 10 in terms of goals versus expected goals. So that's what helped them the most. Um, but usually right. good teams well, do that with good strikers. I'm going to go drink bleach before we go to bed. No, it, it just means that you you should <laughs> – it just means to me that Spurs can't try and play like they did this year and expect the same results. They need to right, try and right, create right. more chances, right? And that's why you lost, really, more than anything, was that they yep. stopped – tried trying to score um uh mm-hmm. and um we still have that to play for and then the championship playoffs i don't think we got to cover it but i will cover it very quickly we have brentford down a goal heading home against um i forgot already uh <laughs> and swansea up bournemouth. A goal. yes against bournemouth they did not play well uh, I'm disappointed. If Bo- if Brentford don't go up, I'm going to be very sad because it might mean the same three teams that went down, Watford, New- uh, Nor- Nor- uh, Norwich City. Norwich. I was going to say Norfolk, but that would have been wrong. Norwich <laughs> City and, and, and Watford, along with Bournemouth, potentially could come back up. Or mm-hmm. even Swansea, who were relegated the year before. So it would just be like old friends returning. I would yeah. rather we get Brentford, who haven't been in a league since 
you know, 1959. And quickly for anybody who doesn't really understand what the hell Laurent was just talking about. <laughs> everybody knows by now that there's promotion relegation, the top, the top three teams from the league uh, in the, the first division, I should say the, the, the championship come up automatically. Well, hold on. So three come up three from the premier league go down. We are Correct. saying goodbye to our friends from Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United, as we talked about before, but so replacing them are the two top teams, uh, Norwich and who is the second team? Watford and Watford are the two, the first and second place team respectively in the championship. And what happens is three through six, play a two-legged semifinal and then a single final at Wembley, which is one of the most valuable games in all of sports around the world. worth, I believe, with the parachute payments over the whole – if you make it to the Premier League, I think it's worth $250 million. Right. And so (laughs) that game ends up being one of the biggest, biggest stories of the year, right? So I think that's – is that next week? That is on the the Epic Promotion final? No, it's on FA Cup final day. It's on the 29th. Well, FA Cup final happened fucking last week, dude. Sorry. Excuse me. Champions League final. Champions League final day. That's right. That's right. That's annoying. They should sort that out. But anyway, um, yes. So so those four teams, uh, Brentford and Bournemouth, and who are the other two? Uh, you said? Barnsley uh, and Swansea. Swansea. They have played the first leg, and as, as Laurent kind of summed up there. But that's why, right? So, And I think that that's one of the cooler things that, that happens. And again, what we specialize here and at Squeaky Bum Time is, uh, you know, highlighting the differences between the American sports landscape and some of the things they do differently over in Europe. And this is one of the cooler ones, I think. Um, yeah, it would be like if, uh, you know, when when teams tank, they disappeared. <laughs> Which yeah means, yeah you can't tank there's no tanking so while european no. sports are more volatile and sometimes top heavy all teams are competing to win you cannot try and take your eye off the ball because you will be punished and disappear into the netherworld all teams matter all teams <laughs> yes. matter Laurent. yes 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 <laughs> yes and even the black team uh, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, that was the Squeaky Bump Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We have been doing this for 37 weeks on Mondays and Thursdays. We are proud members of the Chop Network. I got to meet the guys. I'm so happy to meet them. And that is that. 